Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Who the hell are you? A remnant of the time long past. There has been an awakening. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. Have you felt it? Hello, nurses. This is Wacko from Animaniacs, and you're listening to the Riley and Kimmy Show. You know why? Because you're smart. See you later. Yeah, welcome to episode 464. I am your host, Patrick Riley. Right next to me is... Kimmy! I got one name! Kimmy! She is the last person in the world. I've been with her for centuries. Things I've seen her do. Yeah, yeah, and I've seen her do a lot of things, and she actually played nice at MegaCon, first day of MegaCon. Uh, round one of uh, MegaCon, and that's what we're going to talk about on this episode, 464. I am, uh, you know, all happy to have uh, Kimmy right here. She's all rested after uh, her first day of adventure at MegaCon. And you know, one of the things people were saying, not about you, Kimmy, but about me. Hmm, what's that? Isn't he a gorgeous hunk of superhero? Yes, they were, were they not? They were saying that about oh. me. Uh, throughout the entire day. At, oh, yes, uh, of course. Yes, they were. They were saying, um, Mr. Stark, uh, Tony, hello. Uh, they were, were they not? Yes. Yes, they were. And <laughs> actually, they were as well to you. They were calling you uh, Pepper, generally, although there were some that called you Penny. Uh, and I don't think, well, do you think they were thinking Big Bang and confusing it with no, Iron Man? No, because no? they called me Penny. Penny pots. Oh, okay. So. Oh, okay. But well. that's okay. That's okay. Right. They 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 got, you know, part of the name right. That's I mean, true. And yeah. and we got to meet so many uh, individuals, so many uh, uh, people at MegaCon. Some uh, actually were friends of the Riley and Kimmy show previously. Uh-huh. And we will get to that. We're going to do a little recap of uh, our big fun event at MegaCon. But I thought we'd do first is uh, we did get a chance to talk to some people. They said, hey, we're not shy. We'll talk to the Riley and Kimmy show. And one of the individuals we talked to uh, revolves around the world of comic books. As you know, I'm quite keen on comic books, especially the ones about superheroes. We are at the Comic Book Connection, and I'm talking to Joe Peace. Hello, Joe. Hey. Hey. Is that all you have to say? Hey. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well. How are you here at Megacon? Doing pretty well. It's been a lot of fun. Now, you're set up. You have quite a few comic books here. Um, you have, I assume, Silver Age and Modern Age, Bronze Age here? Everything. It's a little bit like our shows where it's a little bit of everything. Something something from all eras right here. DC, Marvel, and Independence that you have. Um, I've been to your, your own shows. I've been to one in Orlando. Fantastic. Found some great deals. And I know you have a big show coming up in Daytona Beach. Not that far off, right? It's... Uh coming up here April the 25th and 26th. April the 25th and 26th. Let's see, that'd be a Saturday and a Sunday, right? Two weeks. Two weeks from this weekend. And you're going to have a lot more comic books there than you do here at Megagon, right? No kidding. You only got three spots here, but there's about 30,000 comics here. We'll have over 80. Wow. In Daytona. And you'll have some toys probably too? Yeah, we have hundreds of toys. And we just bought a bunch of new collections of toys. 
uh, Legends, Marvel Legends, and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So that should be pretty good. Now, I know you're always looking for collections, too, right? Yeah, we buy. I, I buy. That's all I do, really, is buy and sell. Okay. Yeah. So if somebody's interested in selling, you can. I have a link to your website, which has your email and all that right on our oh, website. So they can bring it to the show. You know, oh, nice. and, and a lot of people don't like to sell, but they rather trade. I can do that too. Okay, so if you can get to Daytona Beach coming up real soon, bring your collection if you want to trade or sell. And the CBC, the Comic Book Connection, can help you out. And, you know, I want to see some Treasury editions from you sometimes, some limited edition DC Marvel 1970s. Well, I'll see what I got left. Uh, I did sell a lot of them in Jacksonville. Okay. And uh, uh, I, I know a guy that's got like 55 of them. Really? And he wanted to sell everything, but I don't do baseball cards and stuff. Okay. So that's why I didn't buy his collection. Okay. How long have you been involved? in one way or another, in comic books, in selling, buying, trading. When did you start? You know, I was an entertainer on the road for about 20 years. And what I did when I was, I'm from Indiana originally, and when I used to play up in Minnesota, and and, I'm old, see, so back in the 70s, and uh, I used to put an ad in when I'd be in a town for a month, and they would bring the comics in. So I did have a store in Indiana in 1972. Get out of here. That's way back. That's when comics uh, came out, changed from 20 cents to about 25 cents. Okay. And you remember someone still said, still only a certain price. Remember yeah, that for a yeah, bit? Yeah. But what happens is, 25 cent comic. So you couldn't buy direct. So you made a nickel off of a, com- uh, off of a comic, right? Wow. And so if somebody steals one book, how many books you got to sell to make that nickel back? Wow. Yeah, so that... It didn't last too long. I did have an early uh, back issue thing. Okay. You know, I had a little room I fixed up for a back issue. This is back in the early 70s. That's before they even did that kind of stuff, you know. But I was an entertainer, so I went back on the road playing music. So. Well, we won't talk about that because you asked me not to talk about the entertainment yeah, days. we don't want to do that. Okay, I won't do that. I won't put the pressure on you there. Yeah, I'm old, man. <laughs> I, I, I won't do that. So Daytona Beach That's is another day. Okay, we'll do that next time. Maybe I'll, I'll rope you into that. Maybe when I come visit you in Daytona yeah, Beach, or that, or if you come out to the barn. Okay. Well, we've been invited to see your big collection, and I do want to uh, see that. Collection is not a word. Well, is that not the right word with you? You're not a collector. No, I haven't collected since the bottom fell out in the '90s. Okay. And but I did like comics. My favorite thing is dealing with the people, but also looking for books. I enjoy looking, trying to find keys and stuff. But as you can see, the reason we sell cheaper than everybody else, I'm not a collector. Right. A dealer, a collector can't let go. Right. With me, I, I don't care what it is. If you want it, I'm going to make a deal with you. Okay, I'll come and look at the inventory. How's that? That sounds great. Okay. 300,000 books. Whoa. I'm going to be in comic book heaven for a while. You will be. Okay. Well, Joe, I'll let you get back to all the people here wanting to uh, look at comic books, and I really appreciate you talking to us. Well, thanks for coming by again. And I'll see you in Daytona. You will see us in Daytona for sure. And the other shows you have, I know you're uh, going to be up and down the state for a little while the rest got, of this year. We got, we got eight for the rest of the year. From uh, Daytona to Jacksonville to Titusville to St. Augustine and Orlando. We will be at most of those, I guarantee you that. Me too. Well, I, I, I hope so. <laughs> and I hope to uh, see you real soon. And I'll be actually in Daytona you, Beach. Are you coming for all three days? or just? We're going to be here at MegaCon all three days. All right, then stop by again. I'm welcomed? Oh, yeah. Anytime.
That was Joe Peace we talked with from the Comic Book Connection, the CBC. And if you are a person in Florida, you might know him, especially if you like comic books, because he does a ton of shows up and down the state of uh, Florida. And he has one, as he mentioned, in Daytona Beach coming up in the very near future. And uh, he invited the Riley and Kimmy show to there. And uh, uh, Joe is a fantastic individual. Fun. Uh, and, you know, I could t- actually talk to him for hours uh he's just got so many stories and things like that so if you happen to be in uh, central florida uh if you're listening to this the day the show is uploaded 464 is you're in uh you know florida on a saturday or maybe a sunday the next day or both days uh and you swing by megacon make sure you go down the aisle where his booth is find him you will be glad you did and especially if you like old comic books when i say old i mean you know silver age and Bronze Age. He also has modern stuff as well. Uh, you'll want to check that out. And that is at Megacon, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, speaking of comic books, Kimmy, we have to talk about a new comic book store in Orlando, Florida. Oh, yeah. And we're talking yeah. about a very big comic book store, not just in Orlando, Florida, but all over the country. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, even the world. This thing's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. And we had a few moments, and he was able to step away from all the people wanting to talk to him, and it gave us a a, a good good chance to talk to our old friend, and I mean it in a good way, uh, the general, as we call him, General Todd. Uh, we got to talk to General Todd Fisher at Megacon. The Riley and Kimmy Show at Megacon 2015 with the person who I consider the ultimate nerd, the ultimate pop culture god, not a monster though, Right. in Orlando, it's Todd Fisher of Gods and Monsters. You know, you and I talked, let's see, I think it was at a convention, uh, Spooky Empire. It was Spooky, yeah, yeah, we were here for Spooky. And you were talking about this store you were thinking about opening up and it was going to happen. Well, it is happening, right? It's finally happening. We uh, we, uh, got into kind of a funk there for a while. We didn't think it was going to happen. And then, like, uh, the last minute of the 11th hour, we... Things fell into place, and we are back in business. We are uh, we're looking at a June opening right now, uh, but we are we are as we speak, we are back in build out mode. Wow! Now, still the second largest comic book store. Yep, same same location as we talked about at Spookies, uh, twenty thousand square foot. Uh, it's in the the Artagon Marketplace, uh, or will be. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're 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 back in business, baby. We're well, coming we're coming for you. <laughs> all right, so you have comic books, collectibles, statues, all kinds of things, right? It's comics, it's toys, it's statues, it's uh, we've got a gaming lounge, we've got a fine art pop gallery. It's uh, it's it's going to be pretty 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 epic, man. And you told me you're going to have celebrity guests at one time coming in too, right? All the time. That's actually why we're here at Megacon this weekend doing some networking, you know? This ah. is the best place to to uh, to get numbers and business cards and uh, set that kind of stuff up. So yeah, yeah, definitely definitely with the celebrity appearances. Fantastic. And if somebody is looking for subscriptions, you know, the comic book nerd wants to get their, you know, on the subby list or something sure. like that, you have that, right? Absolutely. Not only are not only are we going to offer competitive rates on our uh, subscription service, we're going to offer local delivery. Well, a courier kind of thing. That's right. Whoa. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? What's next? Droid? You want to have one of those uh, droids? <laughs> Drop them off, you know? You know? We're, we're doing some, uh, we're, we're talking to the Air Force about that, yes. I like that. Yeah, keep That's that under great. your hat, though. <laughs> wow, so June opening date. June opening, probably first or second week. I'm, we're, we're, as soon as we can, but okay. June. Okay, okay. 
So we got a lot of things going on. Stores located on on iDrive. Yeah. You have a website active yet? I can't remember. I, uh, I'm part of your Facebook thing. It, yeah, Facebook is the best way to keep up with us right now. Uh, the the website is being worked on, uh, but it will be godmonsters.com. Nice. Uh, but yeah, find us on Facebook. That's the best way to keep up with us. And we have a link to that right on our website at rileyandkimmy.com. Yeah. Todd, I appreciate you taking time to talk to me right here because you got a lot of people who are trying to talk to you about gods and monsters. I really appreciate it, buddy. Anytime, man. I've been looking forward to this forever. I know. And we. <laughs> And I, I just want to show the place off to you, man. That's all I want. I just, okay. Yeah. Wasn't that great talking to Todd? Yes. Yes. He looked really sharp. Really, uh, really fit yeah. and spry and yeah, I think, happy. I, I think I should be playing a ZZ Top, Sharp Dress Man. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think I should be. Uh, you know, yeah, he was he was Mr. Dapper, uh, that's yes. for sure. And, you know, he cleans up nice. I think we have to uh, give credit oh, yes. that to his business partner, Anna. I think uh, she probably hosed him off at a car wash or something. And, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> she said, hey, you know, that hippie thing you've been doing, you got to stop. You know, we're going to be meeting people. You got to be nice. Don't you think? <laughs> Yeah, I think she. I think she. I think she said you got to clean up. And it was good to see her as well. Uh-huh. And just a, a fun place to check out is Gods and Monsters, and we have a link to their, as he said, his their Facebook site's really the one to really check out right now. Uh, we have that right on our website at rileyandkimmy.com. So if you are in Florida, um, the you know the Orlando area for this uh, Saturday and Sunday. Make sure you stop by Megacon and check out Gods and Monsters. Now, if you're in Orlando area a little bit later on, make sure you go to Gods and Monsters when they open up on iDrive. You want to stop on by and uh, just uh, check in all the fun madness you will see there, correct? Mm-hmm. Now, we saw so many other individuals, Kimmy, did we not? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I, I want to give shout outs to so many individuals, and I'll do it real quick here on the Riley and Kimmy show. Now, first of all, I want to say, uh, a big hello to one of our friends, one of the, you know, and this is going to be, and I mean this, guys, I'm not putting one of you over the other. Okay, I'm going to give some shout out quick to uh, some artists. How's that? Uh-huh. All right. And they are all extremely talented and not one over the other here. This isn't a, a list. You know, the first one we mentioned isn't the most talented mm-hmm. or the least talented. Okay, we're not doing it that way. We're just going to see how our scrambled brains work without any notes in front of us. How's that? All right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. First one I want to say a, a special hello to and uh, and just say that he is so talented. And I didn't get a chance to interview him at a show that we all did together uh, in DeLand because time did not permit. And Patrick Riley did one of those old school nasty things that, you know, you, if, if you're old enough to know who a guy like Johnny Carson was, he used to do... He'd say, hey, coming up, we're going to have such and such guest, and they bump him, you know, mm-hmm. because he'd get yakky yakky with somebody. Well, I did that, and I feel so bad about that. And the individual is Austin Janowski from Florida, and a big, big-time artist. Uh, I mean, he is so talented working in the world of comic books, just gifted, mm-hmm. and He's still a friend on the Riley and Kimmy show after what I did. Uh-huh. Uh, it was good to see Austin, wasn't it? It was, yes. It, it was fantastic. And by the way, uh, we have some photos up, by the way, of the sharp-dressed man we talked about a little bit ago. Todd, if you want to see General Todd from uh, Gods and Monsters, he is on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And Austin was not shy. He said, yeah, it's okay. You can take a picture of me. And we had a picture of Austin with us. And you know, be, and some of these people we're mentioning here, matter of fact, all of them, be sure to check them out if you are 
in the, the MegaCon area, do that at MegaCon or at other locations where they will appear at. And we'll try to have those from time to time right here on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Now, Austin was really cool. Another is it was so fantastic to see Graven and his muse, Monica Ravenwolf, just it was just fun to talk to them for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could have talked longer, but, you know, they're busy and they had they had to, you know, talk to people uh-huh. who, who are just, you know, look, looking and loving their art. And they are somebody to check out, too. Right. Yes. It's always great to see uh, Graven. We've seen we've been fortunate to run into him a couple times this week. And Monica just looked really nice. Oh, yes. Beautiful today. Yes. And there's. Especially one of her prints I'm eyeing. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, so no. we're going to be stopping back by uh, uh, this gonna, weekend. We're going to be grabbing that one, too. Yeah, at okay. least one. Yep. At least one? At least one. Yeah, that's right. Now, you know one of the things I have to say about Graven? Uh-huh. Graven, and, and, I, and please tell the truth here when I say this. Uh-huh. It is like, because Graven and I have talked privately. This isn't something we've talked on an episode or a podcast before. It is almost like he and I were separated at birth or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like we are brothers from another mother. Uh-huh. Or we were conjoined twins or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is it's eerie. I mean, you know, I feel actually connected to him in just a in a good way. Yes. It's like, man, I found a, a like a, you know, somebody who is connected to my soul, like a soul brother. It's kind of uh-huh. cool. Yeah. Now moving away from Graven and Monica Ravenwolf, we also uh I think they were like in the same way matter of fact these are all in the same area. One of the individuals that I I don't have enough time to talk about, and I I hope to sometime get him back on the Riley and Kimmy show. I have interviewed him before, but he's extremely busy, but he's the most hyper individual I think I've ever met that is uh, in the world of art. I mean, uh, he is, oh, he's manic. I mean, the best way to describe it. And Uh I see him all the time. Now, with that opening, Kimmy, can you tell me what artist I am talking about, possibly? That'd be Nathan Zerzi. That's right. It's uh, Nathan Z, as we also call him. Okay. Very talented artist. And one of the things, you know, I'm going down the aisle. We see our friend Nathan, and Kimmy's not like, hey, there's Nathan. She's like, oh, look, Nathan's got some brand new art. Yeah, he has. Do I call it a tribute piece, would you say? Would that be the right way? Uh, he has a Linda Carter Wonder Woman that is just out of this world. Uh-huh. And it's going home to the Batcave. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Nathan's work is just gorgeous. And we have a link to Nathan's uh, website and samples of his work right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. If you get a chance to see him at Megacon, do so. Or, you know, any other convention he will be at. I know one of them I can say that he will be at. I know for a fact, and also uh, the Raven Wolves. If you can't make Megacon, but you can be in Florida, uh, coming up on May 2nd, he will be, and the Raven Wolves will be, at Free Comic Book Day, and that's at Smash Comics and Games in Sanford, Florida, the Seminole Town Shopping Center. So if you can't make that Megacon thing, make that place, make that Smash Comics one, and see them, and you will you will find plenty of gifts with any one of these artists that I'm talking about oh, for yeah. somebody, right? I mean, you'll, you'll be like, ooh, I, I can have that one, and that one, yeah. and that one. For me, for me, for me. Oh, no. Or you can go, hey, that'll make me look good for somebody. You uh-huh. know, it'd be a perfect gift. You might surprise somebody with that. Now, another artist that I have to highlight uh, that is a person that, another one I wish I could get on the show sometime just to talk with about, you know, the whole world of comic books. And that is John Pinto. John Pinto does fantastic work. Mm-hmm. Beautiful work. His work does uh, is on the walls of the Riley and Kimmy 
show uh-huh. in our studios. We do have his material, and you know what? I spotted quite a few things that I, <laughs> I, I'm going to have to find what I call more uh, wall real estate. Because, oh, yeah. And, and you know what? I'm going to be, after MegaCon, because of because of Nathan, because of Raven Wolves, and because of John Pinto, just name a few, and Austin, i got to buy more frames. Yeah. And I'm going to be buying more frames. You're going to be visiting... A certain store yeah, gets the, more frames, the that's certain, for sure. It's a certain W store, we'll just say that much. I have to go to the one in DeLand. Do you know yeah. why? Why is that? Because we have a good friend to the Riley and Kimmy show that works at that DeLand one, and oh, that's uh, okay. Devon. We have to say uh, hello to her. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I'll have to buy some frames from there. So, uh, you know, John Pinto, another one to check out, fantastic artist. And Kimmy, you know, there's so many other artists that we uh, we had a few moments or a few seconds just, you know, going by and didn't get a chance maybe to talk to. One of them, first of all, was George Perez. Oh, boy, he's a busy guy. I Ooh. mean, uh, uh, George. Wow. Oh, George. Uh, yeah, George is, and it's worth, you know, I'm, I don't want to scare anybody to say, oh, is he saying it's a long line? It, it's worth the wait to check out George Perez. Every minute of it. Yes, it is. And uh-huh. one of the things I must stress with George, George is sketching at Megacon and it's all for charity. Uh-huh. And I don't know how George Perez, matter of fact, I don't know how any artist at Megacon or any of these conventions actually does the sketching on the fly. You know, mm-hmm. where somebody comes up and goes, I'd like to have a flash. You know, how do you draw that with a bunch of people around you? And, you know, Megacon's not quiet. You got all this noise going on. You know, you got somebody in the background going, attention, attention, Megacon, attendees. And you got somebody coming up to you and go, uh, uh, you know, I like when you drew a flash in, epi- in uh, issue 419. And, I mean, how do you, and, and carry on a conversation and do the sketch at the same time. I don't know. George is one of those that can do it. Mm-hmm. Me, I'd say, hey, quiet. You know, I'm a caveman drawer and we need quiet here, you know. It's quiet in the cave when I draw with my stick. (laughs) But no, they're not that way. George, so it's worth the wait. It's worth if there is a line. And, you know, give yourself some time. Don't sit there and say, oh, I'm going to get him to sign a quick book and uh, some issues and and get a sketch and and be done in two minutes. Uh, Give yourself some time. Mm -hmm. Right? Don't rush it. Plan it. Plot it. And you will be happy and glad that you did. Yes. Or if you're with somebody with you that's not really into maybe the art thing, Tell them to go do something else and say, hey, I'll text you when I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'll find you. That's the best thing. That way you don't feel the pressure or anything. You can enjoy the moment. That's what I always say. That's what I recommend. Now, there's another artist in which I cannot forget to mention here. And he is somebody, you know what? He owes, in a good way, the Riley and Kimmy show, an interview. And he, <laughs> I'm, pulling, I'm pulling out the marker on him on that one. When we both have time. Especially him because he's extremely busy and he is somebody who to check out, give yourself a little bit of time and you will be glad you did. And that is the legendary John Beatty. Yes, you got to check him out. And uh, we've posted some of uh, uh, John's work that we have on the Riley and Kimmy uh, Studios walls oh, yes. our show walls and it's just gorgeous stuff and you can see that i believe on our website rileyandkimmy.com if not right directly on the website right on our uh, social media pages which we have links to right on our website at rileyandkimmy.com that's just some of the artists and some of the some of them that we saw and i have to give a big shout out to some other individuals some pop culture collectible kind of individuals who are into comic books and that and that is tom of pop culture playground we saw tom spent some time with him for a few moments you know he was too busy to be interviewed by the Riley and Kimmy show today mm-hmm. or previously. You know, he was a little busy. But I hope to get a hold of him and talk to him about all the fun things that they uh, they find. He and his partner, Jake. Also, they have a big convention coming up themselves. That'll be 
in Daytona Beach at a new location, by the way. It's big. And that'll be Sunday, June 7th. So be sure to check that out. We have more information about that and links to it right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And, you know, there's just so many others that I'd love to mention. I just can't like to say, uh, you know, some shout outs to Griffin, who we saw, a friend to the Riley and Kimmy show, and uh, plenty of other individuals and cosplayers and stuff. Oh, Phoenicia. Hey. Phoenicia. Yes. Big uh, shout out to Phoenicia. I'm going to be. I'm gonna make it. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna make it yet this weekend. I, I'm not. Let's uh, let's don't reveal exactly what it is yet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll do that at 465 after the event. Would you like to do that, or do you want to mention it right here, right now? It's up to you. Okay. Well, I guess I will. Um, Phoenicia is one of the most talented dancers I've ever seen, and and I'm going to one of her workshops. Yes. Uh, Kimmy, I'm gonna make it there. Yes. Uh, I am not dancing. I'm putting putting that out you know I'm yeah. Not, yeah there there's some people that are just hopeless you, you don't want me dancing all uh-huh. right you know no it, but i will be an observer okay there. i will be a seat warmer that's what i'm going to be doing see i saw some photos of that and there were some people you know sitting and stuff not participating and that's me okay you know but i'll be there in spirit with you you know i'll be going yeah i wish i could do that you know, okay. yeah. You, you remember the movie Carlito's Way? Mm-hmm. When you know Carlito's really cool in the back, and you know, in this one scene, and he's got you know his girlfriend. I can't remember her name. Uh, and you know, Sean Penn is with him on the side, and you know, Carlito's sitting in the back, and him Penn are there, and Penn's observing. He goes, "You, you let, you let your lady dance like that with somebody else?" He's like, "Yeah, she enjoys it, kind of thing." Yeah, that's me. You know, he didn't dance, did he? No, Car- so I'm doing the Carlito kind of thing. So oh, it's gonna be, I see. Yeah, you, and hey, if Al Pacino could do it, Patrick Riley could do it. That's the way I look at it. Okay. So that, so there, Phoenicia. Yeah, Al Pacino rule. That's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm invoking the Al Pacino rule. So we'll try to have some pictures, maybe of you and uh, you know, the dancing thing, mm. uh, coming up on the Riley and Kimmy show now it is a saturday kimmy and saturdays when we grew up and some of the listeners to the riley and kimmy show not all of them because some are young like our friend taylor from ormond beach uh from nerdtropolis you know he has no clue to this when i say this i mean i know he'll look at me and i'll get this stare and probably crickets are going around the sound of when i say this but saturday mornings taylor and for those like taylor saturday mornings used to be cartoon mornings were they not Kimmy yes and we're not talking cartoons on some cable channel we're talking there were really just a few channels and there were you know three big networks and all three of them ran Saturday morning cartoons Mm -hmm. and they ran those for more than 20 years more than that and really kicked in in the 1960s and I mean really high they they were prior to that in the 1950s some of them did and in the 60s but they really kicked in in the mid 60s and went you know until just a few years ago. And then, you know, now you, it's gone. They're, they're, it's over. That does not exist now. Mm-hmm. The big networks do not do that. But we do. That's right. The Riley and Kimmy show does do that. And why we're doing this is because there would not be a fun convention like Megacon. There would not be Supercon, Florida Supercon. There would not be DragonCon, in my opinion. There would not be, am I forgetting some cons? Yeah, I am. I'm not. You know, uh, San Diego Comic Con and all those. If it was not really for one superhero one comic book legend because if he had not happened if two young men had not created him and he had not become into comic books and then went into comic strips there would never be the stuff that we love i don't think as a matter of fact i think it helped make 
science fiction fantasy mainstream and how it helped me call that mainstream is the comic book was very popular it was the first real comic book of original material superhero wise and everything but what it did was it became first of all from the comic book to the comic strip then it became when it went comic strip it became mainstream a little more because households you know you, you weren't dependent on the little one going out spending 10 cents literally to bring the comic book in to the house no it was in the newspaper and back then the years I'm talking about, everybody got a newspaper just about. And then what happened shortly after that, within a year of its first publication in comic books, they were shopping it around for a medium called radio. And they started getting bites for it in 1940. It did hit radio. Two years after this character hit the comic books, he hit the radio and became huge for like 11 years. And during that 11 years time frame, he grew and grew in popularity, pop culture, acceptance, moms, dads, older brothers, cousins, people who would never read a comic book or even a comic strip, all of a sudden were walking into the living rooms and hearing, you know, Perry White being mentioned and Jimmy Olsen in a place called the Daily Planet and a guy by the name of Clark Kent and some person by the name of Superman. And radio led to animation. Beautiful work in the 1940s. That led to the movie Serials, two of them, with Kirk Allen as Superman, as Clark Kent, and Noel Neal as Lois Lane. She would eventually reprise the role. Not, she wasn't the first one to do it on the television series with George, but she was the second one and the one that lasted. This show was huge, a radio show, and it helped make everything nerd <laughs> accepted, I believe. It really did. And if it had never happened, if it had never been a comic book, if it had never been a comic strip, and definitely never on the radio, I really don't think uh, after World War II had happened that comic books and superheroes would have maybe existed. Uh, because after World War II, it, it became bleak for a period of time. And Superman was entrenched in people's minds. And that's why we had the TV series, which was really big in the 1950s. Eventually, the cartoon was uh, brought on CBS television in 1966 by Filmation. And the cool thing about this that ties into the old-time radio show is the voice of Superman. Bud Collier and Clark Kent was brought back from an 18-year hiatus to do the cartoons in the 1960s. And, you know, he was an important voiceover guy. Mm -hmm. And speaking of important voiceover guys, I have to give a shout out to Jess Harnell, Kimmy. As oh, we're talking yeah. about it. Because if you'll notice that the opening of the Riley and Kimmy show might have sounded like a little uh, Animaniacs. And there's a reason for that because one of the individuals we met was Jess Harnell, uh, extremely gifted voiceover talent mm -hmm. and also musician and a fantastic individual. And we have uh, to his band, uh, we have a link to that right on our website at Riley and Kimmy. Dot com. And if you are going to make a come, by the way, uh, for the remainder of the next two days, stop by Jess Harnell's booth. Really super nice guy. Fantastic. We have nice a looking guy, too. We have a picture with Jess, and it's right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Uh -huh. So, Jess, I put right into the link. And by the way, we met another voiceover talent, but we'll have that on 465. Mm -hmm. uh, Kimmy, all I have to say about this before I get to <laughs> tying in the old time radio thing is, Kimmy knows the individual's work, mm -hmm. and you like this individual who we'll talk about in 465, mm -hmm. but Kimmy's main thing, you nasty girl, 
was, he looks like Keanu Reeves. That's what I kept hearing. He does. Oh, he looks uh, like yeah. a blonde Keanu. You're like, it's John Wick. I'm like, be quiet. It, it, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, we'll talk about that on 465 to find out who looks like John Wick. Mm-hmm. Like, like his brother, his younger brother. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Will you behave? Sorry. Anyhow, voiceover talents are extremely important. They make or break certain things. And Bud Collier was no exception because way back when he became... He became Superman. He made Clark Kent and Superman alive, and he was able to do something without any trickery. There was no digital technology. There was none of that stuff going on. There is no, you know, voice manipulation. Or anything. It's all by his voice. It is so cool. Listen to when he changes from Clark Kent to Superman. And it is the read of a lifetime, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of my favorite voiceovers, uh, voiceover talents of all time. And here we go. In tribute to Saturday morning cartoons on the Riley and Kimmy show, we are going back to the year of 1940, March 18th, 1940 to be exact, with an episode of The Adventures of Superman. This is safe for the entire family. Hey, matter of fact, if you're listening to us right now in uh, Megacon, standing in some line or something, maybe to get in or whatever, this will pass the time mm-hmm. in a fun way. Mm-hmm. And if you've got little ones and they may or may not know about that upcoming you know, Superman movie, you can go, hey, here's a little bit about Superman, and you can entertain everybody. You will be a superhero yourself. So we're going back in time, March 18th, 1940, The Adventures of Superman, and this is called The Prison Riot. That's the episode on The Riley and Kimmy Show. Up in the sky, look, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Now, Superman. Superman walks the earth and mingles with men as mild-spectacled Clark Kent, news reporter for the Daily Planet. As our story opens today, Superman, in his character of Clark Kent, has just telephoned his story of the North Star Mine to his editor, Perry White. White offers his congratulations and also gives Kent a bit of welcome news. Listen. I'm all finished out here, Mr. White. Nice work. Kent, you did a good job with that North Star Mine story. Now, I've got a little surprise for you. Surprise? Ever hear of San Miguel Penitentiary? It's a model prison near where you are. San Miguel? Sure, I've heard of it. So have you, don't you remember? Remember what? Well, that's where they sent the Wolf and Kino, the two fellows who tried to wreck that train, the Silver Clipper. Say, that's right. The Wolf and Kino. Well, if you see them, give them my regards. Now, what's the idea, Mr. White? Well, just this, Kent. We've sent Lois Lane out to San Miguel to do a feature story on the modern penitentiary. She's out there now. Join her and bring her back with you. You'll be company for one another. Oh, gee, thanks, Mr. White. Ah, uh, forget it. Have a good trip, Kent. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mr. White. Operator. Hello, operator. Is there a garage in town where I can rent a car? Yes. Kennedy's? Okay, please connect me. Hiring a car, Clark Kent heads out at once on the dusty road to San Miguel, 50 miles away. Meanwhile, in the prison itself, a strange unrest has taken possession of the men within the walls. All unknowing, the authorities escort Lois Lane on a tour of the prison. But even as Lois looks down from a window of the warden's office, two men fall casually into step in the exercise yard below. One is Kino. The other, the dark, sinister figure we have come to know... As the wolf. All right, Kino. Just keep on walking. Not too fast and not too slow. We can tuck around the corner of the steam plant, boss. No, no. Better stay out in plain sight. Get this now, Kino. 
The break is set for today. What time? After supper in the dining hall. It's all arranged. Hey, boss, uh, what about the tunnel? Keep quiet about the tunnel, Kino. Do you want to bring Tom, Dick, and Harry in on this? All right, all right. How far along is it? Almost done. And so far, no one suspects a thing. <laughs> How could they when it's being drilled from the outside? That's what it means to have a guy like the yellow mask on your side. Quiet, quiet. Here's a guard. Keep moving there. No hanging around in the corners. Come on there, move. You're out here for exercise. I knew the mask would spring us sooner or later. Yeah. It's about time, Kino. He's left us alone far too long. Well, what do you care if he gets us out now? My friend, there'll be a settlement between me and the mask. I should never have gone to jail at all. Now, he knows what he's doing, boss. And if you know what's good for you, just take what comes and don't tangle with him. Don't worry, Kino. If he can use me, I can use him. I'll let him get us out of here, and then we'll see. Well, what else, boss? They're going to ring the bell right away. Remember what I say, Kino. Right after supper, before we've marched out, there'll be a disturbance. I've attended to that. Who's in on it? All the men we need. Most of them will head for the gates. I've arranged that, too. But you and I and a few more will rush the steam plant. Well, what's that for? Well, for one thing, it's close to the walls. For another... Never mind now. There goes the bell. Hey, boss... Look up there in the window of the warden's office. Hey, what's that Jane doing? Oh, yes, yes. I understand she's writing up the prison for a newspaper, Kino. Well, if she stays till supper time, she'll have a real story. And that's less than an hour to go. Less than an hour to go. And all unconscious of the impending prison break, Lois Lane works up the details of her story while the warden offers every assistance. Anything else, Miss Lane? You've been at it since early afternoon. Oh, I'm not nearly finished yet, Warden. Well, you've seen about all there is to see. Aren't you getting hungry? What time is it? Very close to supper time. <laughs> That's another thing I want to know about. The woman's angle again, Warden. What do the men get to eat? Good, wholesome food, Miss Lane. Nothing fancy, of course. Could I watch them? See what they get tonight, for instance? Well, it's more or less what you'll get yourself, Miss Lane, if you'll be my guest. Oh, Warden, that's awfully nice of you, but... Well, would it be against the rules if I watched the prisoners in the dining hall? Hmm, six o'clock dinner, half past five now. I'll tell you what, how would you like to see the infirmary? Oh, fine. Well, now there's just about time, and when you get through there, why, I'll drop you off at the dining hall. Whatever you say, warden. Shall we start right along? Time passes. Ten minutes, twenty minutes, a half hour... And suddenly the quiet routine of the prison is broken by frantic bells and the shrieking wail of the siren. Warden. Warden, they've overpowered the guards in the dining room, barricaded themselves in. Clancy, quick. Who's the leader? The wolf. Some of them are getting ready to crash the main gates. You better call out the militia. Warn the state police by short wave. You'd better hurry, Warden. State police, cars 5927. Right at San Miguel Prison. Close all roads leading to and from San Miguel. Stop all cars. Close off entire area. Stand by for further orders. I will repeat. Calling state police, cars 5927. Sirens, state police, militia, all roads blocked off. And meanwhile, Clark Kent in his hired car speeds northward toward San Miguel through a forest of towering pine. Closer, 
ever closer, and presently a curious sound in the distance comes over the wilderness to his supersensitive ears. The road makes a sudden turn, and in the twilight he sees men in uniform barring his way. A police whistle stabs the quiet. Call it up, buddy. This is as far as you go. Oh, what's the matter, officer? Roadblock? Yeah, block right here. Turn around and head back where you came from. Why, can't I get through? Where you bound? San Miguel. I have a date at the prison. Yeah, what kind of a date? Why, I'm a newspaper man, Clark Kent of the Daily Planet. A reporter, hey? How did you get wind of this so quick? Wind of what? Don't give me that stuff. Who told you about the riot at San Miguel? Riot? When? Right now, buddy. And we're under orders to stop all cars bound in or out. Oh, look, officer. I'm sorry, but I've just got to go through. What's the matter, Def? I said we're stopping all cars. Come to think of it, climb out of that jalopy. If there's trouble at San Miguel, I just haven't time to stop. Haven't time? Say, who do you think you're talking to? I'm you... sorry. I'd like to stay, but I really can't. So long, officer. If I can't take my car, I'll just make a run for it. See you at San Miguel. Hey, get that guy, Bill. Chase him. Catch him. Hey, look at him go. Hop on your motorcycle, Doyle. I'll catch him. He can't play tricks like this on me. Jump in the sidecar. There he goes up, head around that curve. When I lay my hands on that fresh guy, I'll stretch him out like a rug. Hang on. Uh, you'll be lucky if you even see him, Doyle. He's going like a jackrabbit. So are we. We'll be hitting 75. My gosh, look. Will you look? Who is that guy, Doyle? He's leaving us behind like we're standing still. Why, he's flying. I'm seeing things. I don't believe it. Look, we're doing 75, 80. And he's getting further away every second. Look at him. Sorry, boys. I'd like to stay and chat, but I can't do it now. If there's trouble at San Miguel, I've got to be there, and be there in a hurry. Up we go, and faster, faster. High over the desolate waste, Superman wings his way toward the gray walls and towers of San Miguel, scene of riot and danger, while inside the prison itself, in the offices of the warden... Hello. Warden speaking. Why, yes, Colonel Belknap, but it looks bad. There's about a hundred of them milling about the yard. Well, the rest are in the dining hall with their leader. You'll send two companies of militia? Good. Rush them, Colonel. Every moment counts. Warden. Warden, they're going to rush the front gate. They've got a battering ram. Two companies of militia are on the way. There won't be time, Warden. You'd better call the tower, sir. Machine guns will drive them back. No guns, Clancy. Warn the guards. I can't shoot them down in cold blood. Try tear gas. Oh, we have, but there's too much wind for gas. Bullets are the only thing. No, Clancy. Try tear gas again. Drop it from the roof. Now hurry. They're at the gate. Hurry. Ah, there's the prison. And there's the riot. That state trooper was right. Well, I think it's time Superman took a hand in this before somebody gets hurt. Down. Down. Down out of the sky hurtles an amazing figure in blue costume and red cloak. Vaults the high wall, appears out of the tear gas smoke as the screaming convicts mass for a concerted rush on the main gates of the prison, carrying a huge timber as a battering ram. Come on! Come on! Come on, bring up that timber! All right, we got it. Grab all you guys. It's 20 feet long and 2 feet thick. Come on, let's go. Hey! Hey, who's that guy? That guy in the red tent. Where'd he come from? Stop that. Drop that timber. Rush him. Knock him out of the way. I said drop that timber. All right. It just means I've got to take it away from hey! you. Hey, what's he doing? What's he doing? Hey, he's got the timber. He just snatched it loose. Back. Get back. He's crazy. He's swinging it like a baseball bat. Look out. Run back. Run. 
swinging the huge 20-foot timber like a bamboo cane, Superman clears a space before the main gates and drives the screaming, terror-stricken convict back across the yard and into the cell block, where amazed guards put them swiftly under lock and key. But what of the wolf and Kino and the handful of convicts still at large? And what of Lois Lane trapped in the dining hall when the riot broke out? Is she in the clutches of the wolf? Tune in next time and follow the story. And remember, be sure to tune in the next thrilling installment of the amazing transcription feature, Superman! Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.